Thank you to our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the 2024 Colin Coward Show. Panini America delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL, NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it. Panini America is also breaking new ground in NIL, featuring some of the biggest names in college sports. Turn first-round picks like Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and more. Visit PaniniAmerica.net today. The Volume. It's the Colin Coward Podcast presented by FanDuel. The sports calendar is packed. No better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. So many sports right now. NBA, college hoops, March Madness, PGA Tour. App is safe, secure, easy to use. They've got exclusive offers, boosts, all that stuff this month on FanDuel. And when you win, you get paid fast. So jump into the action. They have live betting. You can combine multiple bets, same game and a same game parlay. Try out same game parlay plus. Start making every moment more and download the FanDuel app today. 21 plus in select states. FanDuel's offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG. Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT STEP to 53342, Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat Connecticut 1-800-9-WITH-IT-INDIANA 1-800-522-4700 visit ksgamblinghelp.com Kansas 1-877-770-STOP Louisiana call 1-800-327-5050 or visit www.ma underscore helpline.org slash problem gambling visit www.mdgamblinghelp.org Maryland 1-877-8-HOPE-NEW YORK or text HOPE-NEW YORK 467-369-NEW YORK 1-800-522-4700-WYOMING or visit www.1800gambler.net West Virginia. All right, everybody. I may have been on vacation for three or four days in Florida, but I was keeping my antenna up for all the NFL news. So John Middlecoff, the former NFL scout, got the three and out podcast at the volume. We're going to talk about the Bears move with the Panthers. I cannot believe the Bears not only got the picks, but DJ Moore at wide receiver. I cannot believe that he is a really he's a number one. So the Bears now have a legitimate receiving core and don't have to pay a lot of attention to that with all their extra draft picks. We're going to talk about, obviously, the Lamar Jackson situation, Aaron Rodgers potentially to the Jets, the Rams giving away Jalen Ramsey and what appears to be a cash dump right before free agency. That leads me to believe the Rams are eyeing somebody in free agency. A lot of stuff going on. John Middlecoff, as always, full of insight. Let's go to it. Here with my main man, Colin Coward, right uh, as free agency, let's face it. I mean, it really kind of starts at the combine when they're not supposed to tamper. All the deals are done, but over the next three or four days, the the, the madness is. I mean, it's already started with the couple trades that happened over the weekend. But uh, I, I think it's time to buckle up here, Colin. Yeah, uh, the Jalen Ramsey move, uh, a third and a basically a bust tight end from the Dolphins who just doesn't play much is is that's not nearly. 
I'm not sure why they were so impatient. It feels like a salary dump. They're trying to clear something up to make a big move in free agency. That's what it that's what it felt like to me. Now, I don't think Jalen Ramsey's ever been a guy I, you build a culture around at Florida State, Jacksonville, or LA. He's just really talented. Um yeah. but I think the guys that you build a culture around, um, like Aaron Donald or Cooper Cup are harder to get rid of. Uh talent comes and goes. And so I think Jalen's really talented. I, he, he's, he had a very good last game with the Rams and interception. Um, you know, it's, I'm not sure if it was the best place for the Dolphins to spend money. They already have a corner people like, but their secondary is not very strong. They're all in. Um, yeah. But, but for the Rams, it just felt like a, they're starting over. You know, they've got four sevens, four fives. They now have a second, two thirds. Uh, they don't have a first or a fourth yet. So they, they got 12 draft picks. They're kind of rebuilding this puppy. Before we dive into my theory on the Dolphins and why I think, I think this might be leading to something. One thing on McVay is, you know, the knock on Gruden over his tenure as coaching yeah. was very impatient. Yeah, you know, changes on you fast. LeBron has some of that in. You know, he loves a guy, then he starts playing with him, then he sours on him. And like, I don't have the theory that they're going to tank because McVay almost jumped off a bridge last year, losing a little bit. He's not going to coach a season and suck, and he's too good to ever probably get the top two or three picks, especially next year with the with the quarterbacks. But you know, he loved Matt Stafford. Two years ago, they traded yeah. for him. Then they extend him. Now he's banged up, and it feels like oh, they might trade him. Or that they would definitely listen to it. Well, so he was good enough to give all this money to, and a year later things get weird. I, I'm a Sean McVay guy, but it does feel he's got a little Gruden in him that he'll it, change on you fast once he thinks you're not as good as he maybe thought six months previously. So I was told a month ago, and I've said it on the air at Fox. I was told a month ago that the Rams were going to go heavy this off season to the offense. McVay would come back if there was a commitment to. I'm an offensive coach. The league's pivoted to that. Give me guys. So who do they get rid of? Bobby Wagner, Jalen Ramsey, uh, Floyd. They've moved off defensive guys. So they're going to draft. They have a second, two thirds. They're probably going to go after uh, an offensive lineman, a wide receiver. Uh, they may go after a running back. McFay's like, listen, if I'm going to come back for this thing and have to face the Niners, you got to get me some weapons. You got to get me some help yeah. on the offensive side. I mean, of all the people in the Ramsey trade, they got like a third string tight end. Uh, you know, I thought I would have thought they would have gone to a backup edge because they don't really have an edge rusher. But, um, you know, I, I listen, McVay had a lot of success early. People that do often get impatient. They haven't had the long yeah. road, the, the, the struggle like the rest of us. Right. So, you know, I get it. I, you probably see that in tech. You see it in football that you probably see it in Hollywood. When somebody hits it at 28, 32 years old, man, you, you, your standards and impatience rise. The Dolphins, I think over the weekend or maybe late last week, they picked up Tua's fifth-year option. I, I thought that was nuts, you know, yeah, given his the risk history. But then when they made this trade, I was like, well... I think you had mentioned last week, and it's come out since, you know, the Brady buzz is not going to die. Well, what did they right. do? They get Vic Fangio. They add Jalen Ramsey. They kind of have their backup plan long-term, just keep Tua under contract. Tom Brady ain't coming to San Jose. It's just right. not happening. Right. But Miami, he's already, he you know, he's getting the taste of the life in Florida now for a couple of years, the no state income tax. I think the Dolphins buzz is about to pick up, and they're equipped. I mean, now their defense was a question mark. Boom, at a star corner. You know, add Vic Fangio. 
I mean, that's this team's. You see that that clip of Tyreek Hill running, dusting those guys in the in the sixty right. meter dash. So I, 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 you're the one. That I, I think I saw a clip of you saying that the Tom Brady thing. Well, people are. It's not going to die. Yeah, I mean, okay. So Tom, it's not like you know he's single now. So he's gonna he's not going to broadcast at Fox. He's going to sit around for a year, just watch football. Tom's connected, um, and I just think you know. People say, oh, you spend more time with your family. Kids, after a while, don't want to hang out with mom and dad. They want to hang out with their kids, their peers, right? So I, I think Brady, um, he'll step back. He works six months a year. I mean, he gets six months with his family. I know. And whenever you hear, you know, I'm going to go spend time with my family, it's like, you know, guys get off days, even in the season. Um, yeah. You know, you're not, you're not at the facility all day. So I, I, I think... If if you have a popular player, Tebow in Denver, and they brought in Peyton Manning, you, you got to go big. Nobody's going to question Brady fills in for Tua or Peyton Manning for Tebow because Tua will have success with Mike McDaniels. Hell, he was leading in the Pro Bowl voting last year, right? So if yeah. I, I, I don't know what's going to happen with Tom Brady. I don't have it sourced. But I did have somebody I trust out of the building, not a, not a Fox employee, say, eh, he may play football. So, you know, it was somebody who's smart, somebody I've trusted for years. Uh, so he obviously heard it somewhere. But I, I said this a year ago, and I'll say it again. I thought Aaron Rodgers in Miami made sense. I really did. Again, yeah. a big star because Tua's got his fans. Tua's going to have success. Nobody's complaining about Rodgers or Brady in Miami. And and I think sometimes when you replace a popular – I mean, let's let's face it. Last year, up until Thanksgiving – the Dolphins were one of the better stories in the league. Yeah, they really were. Uh, speaking of not a good story last year was obviously the Aaron Rodgers and the Packers who underachieved, missed the playoffs. Feels inevitable that, that he ends up on the Jets. Uh, but my, my overall take is, one, they don't really have any other options. Jimmy Garoppolo gets hurt all the time. Derek Carr signed with the Saints. Yeah. The guy they drafted number two overall, he just stinks. He's just not any good. So... It, it, as we're recording this, we don't know the parameters of the trade. Clearly, they already had figured out something to even let him talk. If they don't have to give up a first-round pick, I mean, I, I think it's one of the easiest deals they'll ever do. Yeah, I, I think Aaron. You know, the Jets would be better with Aaron. But I, I, I you know, if I'm Aaron Rodgers and I line everything up, what matters to me, coach? Matt Lafleur, offensive coach, or Robert Sala, defensive coach? Check Packers. Offensive line. Check Packers. Weapons. Well, Brees Hall's talented, but he's off an injury. Aaron Jones, emerging star at wide receiver, capable tight ends. Uh, um, the power back behind Aaron Jones. It's like weapons probably slight lean Green Bay. Uh, familiarity Green Bay. Ease of division and conference. Check, check Green Bay, Green Bay. This this idea, I don't know where the advantages are. I've got impulsive ownership, a coach, a defensive coach in the hot seat. They still have to uh, – their offensive line had some injuries last year, so I don't think it's a – it's not the Giants, right? It, the Jets have some yeah. talent, and they'll get it back. It'll be healthier. But, you know, they're counting on a lot of young players, you know, um, and it's just – Green Bay's got some familiar faces. I – I know everybody has already got it penciled in. It's the Jets, but I could see Aaron just saying, I'm coming back for one more year and then I'm retiring. I'm going to Green Bay. 
the the one thing with the Jets is last year, you know, he loves his older players and it took a while for Watson to get going. It took a while, you know, just this team is full of young offensive weapons. So is is Aaron going to show up in April? Is is he going to come to OTAs? Am I paying you $60 million? Can you mesh with my guys? Can can you kind of be a member here and not kind of isolate yourself? That would be something I'm sure that they have, you know, reached out because you can't make this trade if he's just going to show up Right, July twenty eighth when they start right. training camp, right? Yeah, and and I, I just when I, I think they'd be good, Colin. Though if he is all in, I mean, he he won back to back MVPs. This team is really talented. You're right. The head coach, major question mark, but the head coach has nothing to do with the offense, and the offense is his guy. Now, can that guy coach the offense? It's it's hard to know. You know, it's it's rocky with Nathaniel Hackett, but that is you know a driving force his relationship with that guy. Yeah, I mean, but you're going to have a lot of firepower in Miami. Mac Jones net has Bill O'Brien, best defensive coach in Bill O'Brien. Um, Buffalo's still a pretty stacked roster outside of offensive line. So you, you don't get the Bears twice. You know, you don't get no. it. It's, um, you know, I, I like Detroit, but Detroit didn't make the playoffs either. So, you know, and I we're pinning a lot of our hopes on Ben Johnson, you know, a coordinator. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I think if I was Aaron, I would just stick it out with Green Bay one more year. No owner. I got control of the place, familiarity. Christian Watson at the end of the year was really emerging as a star. With the NFL season over, all eyes in the sporting world turn to everything from the NBA to college hoops to the NHL. Plenty of games to watch, or even better, plenty of games to get out of the house and actually go to. That's why the best way to get your hands on tickets when you want to go to one of these games Check out Game Time, fastest growing ticket app in the U.S., Game Time. Offer amazing last-minute deals on tickets to your best favorite NBA, hockey, NCAA teams. Top of that, they sell last-minute concert and comedy show tickets, too. Download the Game Time app. Download it. Redeem code is Colin. 20 bucks off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, download the app. Enter the code Colin, C-O-L-I-N, 20 bucks off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. One thing that happened last week was the Giants spending a lot of money on Daniel Jones. And I listen, I lived in Philly, and you've been in the Northeast. The pressure in, in Boston, yeah. in New York, and Philadelphia is difficult. So having guys that can handle that, Daniel Jones has this like Alex Smith-like quality of just pretty mentally tough. But he threw 15 touchdowns last year, and, and they gave him $82 million. Now, I get you want to retain him, and the best thing is to franchise Saquon Barkley because you want Saquon there, but you don't, you know, you would love to just go year to year, running backs, even on the franchise tag, $10 million. You take that all day long. I, I just have a hard time thinking that he was going to sniff that money on the open market. Who, who are they bidding against at, at that price point? Because in a salary cap league, your guaranteed money impacts how you build your team over a couple of years. I thought I, it was insane. I remember having a discussion with an agent. At, I had left ESPN and John Skipper, who's a nice guy, but he was paying people 
uh, seven figures and there were a handful of people. And I remember talking to an agent and saying, <laughs> who is he bidding against? These are these are like hosts. They're capable, but they're not like seven figure people. Yeah. And, and John was just handing out contracts. If you take out two games against the worst rated defense in the league, Minnesota, look at Daniel Jones numbers. And you can say, well, he doesn't work with much. Patrick Mahomes with three cast-off receivers and rookie Sky Moore had 15 touchdown passes by week five. Daniel Jones just isn't that talented. So, um, you know, wh- whatever the number uh, comes out to, and it's always kind of fuzzy math. I think it's in the 30s somewhere, 36, 32, whatever it is. It still, at some point, is going to limit. Um, they're going to have to hit on draft picks. You know, yeah. you're not going to be able to go out and get two or three offensive players. They have to rebuild the receiving core. They need a tight end, and they have to rebuild outside a left tackle, the O-line. There's a lot, and you can't depend on the draft to fill all those needs. you got to pay for some of it. Well, part of having a star offensive coach, which it looks like they have, is you can get value at certain positions, and you should be able to find quarterbacks of value. Obviously, if you get a Mahomes or whatever, it makes sense even for Andy Reid to give a lot of money. But Brian Dayball's value is to get guys like Daniel Jones to overachieve. Why then pay him? Because again, $82 million, he got $10 million more than Derek Carr, whose resumes aren't even close to comparable. Right. I I thought the Saints got an incredible deal. I was just watching before his press conference. They got a grown-up in the room, a guy who's now coming off a rough season, so he's going to be motivated. If he had been a free agent after the year that they had made the playoffs two years ago, He's getting well over $100 million, right? That season that he played, what he handled with all the adversity. And look at that division. I mean, it looks like Baker Mayfield might go to Tampa. Panthers have no quarterback. The, whoever they draft probably is going to take the league by storm. I mean, that division is, I, I feel the Saints are a borderline like a lock playoff team next year. Yeah. And, and going back. Defense is good. Yeah. Going back to Daniel Jones is when people complain about offensive lines, Justin Herbert walked into this league and behind the 32nd rated offensive line had 31 touchdown passes and was told he was starting five minutes before the game. Remember that opening game against the Chiefs? Tons of pressure. So you can't use, if you have great talent, you can play. Uh, Joe Burrow, year two, got to a Super Bowl or year three, got to a Super Bowl with an awful offensive line. So I don't want to hear about Daniel Jones and about offensive line. And they say, well, they don't have great weapons. You know, again, guys like Mahomes this year, cast-offs, Juju Smith-Schuster, cast-off, the Packers guy, cast-off, Sky Moore, rookie, Tony, uh, who was considered, you know, in New York Giants. Yeah. Yeah. So, and he made it work. Great quarterbacks make it work. So I think what's happening in Chicago, although I do think Justin Fields is more of a – there's some real talent there that's non-negotiable. Yeah, sure. But I think with Daniel Jones, there, there's not any wow there for me. Not a wow arm. He's a big guy that can move, but it's not Lamar moving. It's not Kyler. Um, I, 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 just, I just don't see the wow. There's no juice to me. I think he's got a really good offensive coach. Um, if Saquon Barkley went down in the first four or five weeks, worst case scenario, what does that offense look like? Yeah, they're 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 in major trouble. I, I think sometimes you, you know, that that organization falls in love with humans, and you know he's yeah. mentally tough. He handled the tough times, but you eventually have to play the position, 
like say what you want about Kirk Cousins. He can give me 35 touchdowns a year. Yeah. You know, he he can produce. Obviously, Jalen's producing, you know, and that's the thing. Like, I, I found pretty laughable the reaction to the Lamar collusion. No one wants him. Last year, Deshaun Watson was given $230 million. And we all laughed at it. Like, that's the most insane contract. Right. Only one or two guys in the league would do that. This guy wants that contract, and no one will touch it. Well, we just said last year that that contract that he wants is moronic. No one would do that. Right. Good player, but under no circumstances, if I owned a team or ran a team, I would trade for the player if I get him for a normal quarterback contract. But I, I can't pay him a guy who's been injured, and it's not he doesn't yeah. guarantee me anything. He's got one playoff win. Well, yeah. I mean, you want guaranteed money. You're not guaranteed to play Sunday. Of his last 22 games, he's missed 40%. He's missed 10 so yeah, that's a I, lot. I think, no, nobody wants to say this because it feels like you're taking a shot at Lamar's mom, but he needs an agent. Agents do two things. First of all, teams are now taking shots at Lamar. Why? Because they don't, he doesn't have an agent. You would never take a shot at a star player because he has an agent and an agent represents lots and lots of people. So you don't want yeah. to piss off an agent because then he'll steer his clients against you or away from you. When you don't have an agent, and I've had several in my career, it, it, it's a vest. It's a little bit like a, a protective vest is that the agent keeps you out of the room with your boss so it doesn't get emotional. The agent makes sure they say nice things about you. A good, powerful agent matters. He's using his mom, and reportedly now he's doing some of it. You know, he's moved her off that. It's like, dude, I, 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 I got no, you know, if my mom represented me or yours did, they'd get emotional. We're their sons. So I think when he did that, you know, I tried to tread lightly and be respectful. You can't have a parent be your agent. Come on. Now, Charles Robinson wrote a really good article where he got a lot of unnamed people in the league, GMs and, and agents talking. And his point, listen, Mike McGlinchey is going to sign in a couple days. The, the owner just gives the GM the thumbs up. But when you're doing a contract like this, 200 plus million dollars guaranteed, that's an owner run deal. And these agents go right to the owner. This is not the GM and the coach ultimately aren't the final say on this one, right? Like they would be with a signing a wide receiver or this is the biggest contract that team will, has ever given out in the history of the league potentially. So that's coming from the owner and he has no direct path to the owner. I mean, it's just, it's, it, 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 if me and you owned a condo for 200 grand, we could figure out how to sell it on our own. If we wanted a $200 million piece of property, we'd probably get some representation to help us out on the deal, right? Right. This, the, the amount of money that's on the line is too enormous. Like he, he's at a, he's at a major disadvantage and the Ravens know it. And that's why they did non exclusive tag. They go, we're not even going to pay as much. And we're not worried about people bidding for your services because you, you don't really know what you're doing. I also think. The culture is so strong that between the GM, the owner, the roster, the defense, the assistants, there's kind of a feeling in Baltimore last year. I mean, shit, they went toe to toe with the Bengals twice at the end of the year with like third string guys, and we're Cincinnati needed a miracle touchdown to win Crazy. one of those games. So I think they look at themselves and think, you know, we're really at an A level in terms of drafting and developing. Um. If we have to go get Max Duggan in the second round, or we have to go get somebody we like, we will. So, I mean, they've won a Super Bowl with Joe Flacco, Trent Dilfer. Uh, they they gambled on Lamar Jackson to some degree. You know, a lot of people thought he wouldn't be great. They've been able to find quarterbacks who others bailed on, um, who are different, and they've got success with all of them. So, I always just sort of trust the Ravens to figure it out.
Like I have a rule in life. You don't have to always hire an expert. Hire smart people and they'll figure out complex problems. Baltimore is really good at that. Speaking of a team that's trying to find their identity, the, the big trade, that the, the draft trade that happened, I guess, would that have been Friday night? Uh, on the Panther side, this feels like it's got Dave Tepper written all over it. Oh, you know, God, he's a yeah. financial wheeler and dealer. He's getting bored. He's getting tired of losing because that's a lot to give up, Colin, for th- this. Trevor Lawrence not in this draft, you know, and, and they've even it's been reported they don't even know exactly who they're taking. Last time the Niners tried to do something like that, that's. I would not operate Listen, making a trade without the player that you know just to figure out two or three guys. Yeah, this is one of those, you know, if Bryce Young hits, then it looks like a, a brilliant move. But I I thought Chicago essentially solved, you know, people banged on the Chase Claypool move. But now their receiving core is DJ Moore, Cole Komet, very capable young tight end, Darnell got, Mooney, yeah. a solid two, and Chase Claypool. So they don't really have to go after a wide receiver in the draft, and they've got multiple extra picks. So they can attack the interior offensive. They're going to get McGlinchey, the right tackle from the Niners. Yeah. By, you know, they drafted some offensive linemen last year. A couple of them can play. You know, they can kind of go solve their defense so Justin Fields doesn't have to be in shootouts. But I mean, Cole Komet, Mooney, Claypool. DJ Moore was getting a thousand yards a season with Kyle Allen, Darnold, Baker Mayfield. I couldn't believe. I understand giving away a first and two seconds. Throwing DJ Moore in, by the way, so you draft a young quarterback. You just lost your best receiver for him. I didn't like that addition at uh, I would have given you a corner. I'd have given you something. I would not have given you your best. I wouldn't, if I'm Carolina, I'm not giving you DJ Moore. They they just extended him last year, so he's under contract for the foreseeable future. I, I thought this is kudos to Ryan Pace because he can do two things. One, find out if Fields can play. Now he's got weapons. And if he can't, he has the Panthers pick. They're probably not going to be great. And if his team stinks, they'd have two high picks to go up and get one of these quarterbacks next year. So that yeah. they're actually getting the best of both worlds. Yeah, Ryan Poles is the kid. Um, um, and I did last year, he, he got a corner and a safety to start. Uh, he got a receiver, uh, Velas Jones, out of Tennessee who played at USC. I could have told him he can't track the ball. He couldn't at USC. He could never yeah. track the ball. So I still don't trust this organization to draft and develop offensive players. But I do think what happens after that trade, John, is now we have clarity. There'll be no more excuses. Um, their running backs are serviceable. Cole commits a very nice young tight end. Now you have a real grown-up wide receiver group. They're going to pay for a right tackle. Their offensive line last year rated 14th. It wasn't the Giants. It wasn't 32nd. It was 14th. And they're going to upgrade it, so it's going to be a reasonable offensive line. What it gives you, John, now whatever Justin Fields does, this is the truth. He has more than enough talent now. You can't say he doesn't have this, this, this. Claypool, Mooney, DJ Moore are three very nice professional wide receivers. See, and, and I think on the Panther side, I, I you just wonder if if Tepper gets involved on who they ultimately p- want to pick, and it's not the coach and not the general manager's decision. I, I think Bryce Young is an elite player. He's just short, yeah. Which you know can be risky, yeah. But you know we've seen him two years ago play the they played Georgia twice in you know a month and went toe to toe with them with a defense full of eleven pros and like yeah. first round pros, yeah. But he's just he's just small. And, you know, Anthony Richardson, I was texting with Daniel Jeremiah 
Because Anthony Richardson, I said, what round would those guys have gone in when you first broke in the league? Guys like Anthony Richardson and Will Levis, who are just big physical guys, but, you know, have a long way to go. He's like, those guys would have been mid-round picks. Now both of them are going to go in the top five. So this, this notion that, that that position, it's so nuanced, it's so hard. You, you can't just draft like you can a defensive tackle and hope he figures it out because time you know and time they don't. And whoever they pick has this enormous pressure. I, I've seen it with Trey Lance. All these picks, the whole trade, it, it just hangs over you forever yeah. if things don't go well. It's hard. Well, the Colts, I think, should move up to three because if somebody moves up in front of them, they're going to get the fourth quarterback in an average quarterback draft. That would yeah. worry me. Now, again, there's Max Duggan's going to be a second or a third round guy, and there's a lot of people that think, you know, a team like Indy could get him. I'll tell you this uh, about um, I had somebody text me on this inside the league. It's pretty interesting. So I said, you know, Will Levis's family has some Ivy League connections. He's a four point student. He's a big, thick kid, good arm. And somebody texted me in the league and said, um, look how chiseled he is. He said, name the great quarterbacks that are chiseled. They don't exist. Is that yeah. when you get, you ever go, you ever go to the gym and see a weightlifter try to play basketball? How stiff they, they are. There's no fluidity to them. No fluidity. And, and, and so this person said, he is, this is a danger sign. He's jacked. He's ripped. And he comes off sometimes as a little bit stiff. He doesn't come off yeah. as fluid and he's strong. He's a smart kid. But the Will Levis stuff is interesting because, you know, there's so much of it you like. Ivy League family, huge arm. You know, his, his numbers look like Eli Manning's out of Ole Miss, a non-traditional SEC quarterback who, you know, like won 17 games in two years for a basketball school. It kind of feels Eli. But the person who texts me is just like, you know, go look up the chiseled quarterbacks. It's like. You see Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning with a, sh a tight shirt on. They're, they they they're big. They got more of a chest, but you don't see you don't see ripped guys. It's not what the, the you have to be loose. That's why plyometrics and Brady. You've got to be loose. You got to be able to be flexible and move your feet, move your hips. And Levis is just ripped and jacked. Looking to get more out of the NBA season? Well, now's the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's free bets back if your first bet doesn't win. The promo code is always Colin. FanDuel has tons of betting options. I like the same game parlay. Bet a little, win a lot. FanDuel's app is safe, secure, easy to use, and you get paid your winnings really fast. The no sweat first bet up to a thousand bucks. Promo code Colin. Make every moment more this season with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. 21 plus in select states. FanDuel's offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG. Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT STEP to 53342, Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat Connecticut 1-800-9-WITH-IT-INDIANA 1-800-522-4700 visit ksgamblinghelp.com Kansas 
770 stop louisiana call 1-800-327-5050 or visit www.ma underscore helpline.org slash problem gambling visit www.mdgamblinghelp.org maryland 1-877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text hope new york 467-369 new york 1-800-522-4700 wyoming or visit www.1800gambler.net west virginia there's no distance too far for the perfect trip Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. One story I heard years ago, remember there was a lot of pressure when the Texans had the number one overall pick to potentially take Blake Bortles. They ended up taking Clowney. And Bill O'Brien had got Bortles on the board and just thought he was kind of a meathead. Uh, yeah. You know, nice guy or whatever, but just not, you know, Peyton Man. Not, you weren't just going to draft the guy number one overall. And obviously he went a couple picks later and it didn't work out. Uh, and I, I've heard from some people that Levis might have. Again, this is all relative. I mean, he's a high-level guy. Just some meathead football qualities, which works at a lot of positions, you know, right. like because they're you know in the in the weight room. Where Bryce Young, you read some of these stories, the dude's like a football savant. Yeah, and I, to me, if he was six three, there wouldn't even be a question. And that's where C.J. Stroud in that game against Georgia, if he had been playing like that his entire career, mobile, you know, making plays behind the line of scrimmage with his legs to then throw, I, I think he would be kind of a no-brainer one or two pick, but. I just know the way these GMs think that just the one game sample size is hard because that's never how he played. He was just a pocket well, quarterback and he played with, you know, seven all pros on the outside. Also, also outside of Michigan, Ohio State never plays a conference opponent with even talent. Their wide receivers are significantly open. Not even close. Yeah, right. In the SEC, as good as Bama is, LSU, Georgia, they got the same dudes. Yeah. And Texas A&M now, you don't, you may not think Loaded. Jimbo can coach. They got five-star dudes everywhere. And so when you, you know, when you see a wide receiver and you're, and Bryce Young's hitting him, he's got a Georgia first round corner uh, up against him. You, yeah. you see a lot of these Ohio state highlights. <laughs> these guys are wide open. Now CJ's accurate. Um, he had a good combine. It doesn't mean a ton to me, but, He throws a beautiful ball. He he throws a beautiful ball out of his hand. But we've never had an Ohio State quarterback of note in in professional football in the history of the NFL. And there's probably a reason is that they have so separated. um, And and over the last several years, because of a coach they have, Brian Hartline, who may be the best recruiting coach in the country, they're getting like only five-star guy now. That's all they get at Ohio State. It's become the best wide receiving program in the country alabama and ohio state so you're playing up against purdue's corners minnesota's corners illinois corners outside of michigan maybe a penn state michigan state's corners so it is harder to evaluate i i said this for years it's like i didn't know how good you know tool was i'm like these got these you know even in the sec they have like to Devontae smith and they have <laughs> all these first round guys i'm like this is better than the patriots so, um, but I, I just think uh, with CJ Stroud, there's a lot I like, but I, well, those, there's a lot of easy throws if you're a Buckeye quarterback. 
Yeah. One other thing on the draft, I haven't heard your thoughts on this guy is an incredible talent, Jalen Carter, the defensive right. tackle. But I he think went he's the to the combine. Player. Yeah. Yeah. And I think most teams would have him ranked yeah. that way too. He went to the combine, had to leave, check himself into jail, post bond, come back to the combine yeah. over a yeah. couple of people that died. And he was clearly in another car right there. And no one ever knew about that until that moment. Right. I- I'm sorry, Colin. I, I, that he had some other question marks. I, you're drafting the person as much as the player. I, I went to the all pro team last year. There really weren't any low character guys on the team. It, it is full of just Mahomes's and Kelsey's and Bosa's and Fred Warner's yeah. and just pretty locked and loaded guys. I, I'd have a hard time pulling the trigger when you can't trust the human being. I don't care how good a player he is. No, I, I think it's a real thing. I think the sport asks so much of you physically mentally emotionally that it's it's a it's a test football is a constant test of your character your soul uh your communication it's a complicated sport you have a real playbook so i think football weeds out people who aren't committed um you know jimmy johnson still tells me the number one thing he always looked for was just football intelligence could you learn things quickly um football there's a reason half the league is undrafted because those guys learn quick, high character, good values, excellent teammates. They're not the most physically gifted. I mean, th- can you imagine if the NBA was half undrafted? I mean, hell, the NBA is mostly all top 18 picks. It's a talent league. Football's different, John. It 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 just it asks it's such a pressurized one game a week, physical, regulated level of violence, a playbook that if you're not buttoned up, even guys who look like Baker Mayfield, who's just a little cocky, Johnny Manziel, it eats them up. It, and yeah. we also love it so much more than any other domestic sport. It's like soccer. It's like the English Premier League in in, in uh, the UK. The pressure is so massive. You have a bad game. You don't play until Sunday. You get nothing but ripped by your local media for a week. You know, it's not like the NBA. You got a bad Sunday game. Tuesday night in Denver, you score 40. Nobody cares. So I, the Jalen Carter stuff, I think I think your point's well taken. If you start looking at the all-pro teams, very few low-character guys last or, or make a difference in this league. You know, this week I always thought, even when I when I was in the NFL growing up, this really, this week could be a little overrated because most great players never hit free agency, and the ones that do get franchise tag. But now the influx of all these young, aggressive general managers, the cap has boomed, so the money, all these owners have cash. The trades are the curveball these last couple years, really probably last five or six years, that have added an element to this this week and the next couple weeks. It just hasn't been there, you know, before because the NBA and baseball always was heavy in trades and football never truly was a lot of draft trades, but just sweet players, plug and play. That was never that's become very, very in vogue. And that's it's already happening. Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Rodgers. But I wouldn't be shocked if there are three or four that we don't even know of. Last year it happened. Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams. Get Buckle up because it's coming. John, this used to be March Madness week. All you talked yeah. about Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday was was March Madness. If Aaron Rodgers tomorrow at noon says I'm a jet, it, it will just bury March Madness talk for three days. So yeah. one of the things the NFL's 
always done is they realize it's a television show and they treat it like it. They have manipulated their schedule. They, they've they gone after college basketball. They've gone after the NBA. I've been saying this for years. If I ran the NBA, I would start the season on the Wednesday after Thanksgiving. So you can't compete with Thanksgiving weekend. The college football that weekend is unbelievable. The NFL is unbelievable. So Monday, guys like me, every talk show, NFL. Then Monday night football, Tuesday, NFL. Wednesday is a just a, everybody's kind of exhausted from Thursday. Smart for, move, yeah. For everybody's exhausted from like four days of heavy football. Wednesday start the NBA season, cut twelve games out of it, um, and I think that would be manipulating the schedule. That's essentially what the NFL's been doing my entire sports casting career, figuring out these little holes. Free agency now is right smack dab because, as you said earlier, these guys are all they're all on the phone tonight. Um, yeah. And I think it starts tomorrow. You're legally allowed to get on the phone. So Aaron Rodgers, clearly the Jets are offering Green Bay something because, you know, it, you know, the deal is not only in the works, the structure is probably there because Green Bay had to allow the Jets to talk to him. So the Jets yeah. and the Packers, they've got the deal. The deal's done. They're just waiting for Aaron to make up his mind. And it behooves him to figure this out sooner yes. than later because then the Jets can do other things, you know? Uh, yeah, I, I'd expect him to be a Jet, honestly. It could happen right tomorrow morning on your show, right? This week, probably before Wednesday, that we get some finality there. Who do you like uh, NCAA tournament? Well, you know, I try to watch the good teams. I've watched Gonzaga, UCLA, Kansas. I watched Texas a couple of times. I've seen Duke. I think Duke's playing really good. So I've seen Duke play five times, but it's all – um uh, four of the five were at home. Uh, yeah. You know, I think Kansas, Bill Self out of the hospital. Um, Kansas, I saw CBS was picking a lot of upsets, like Marquette in the final four. I'm like, all right, I would go with heavy favorites. This is a, le- this is a year without a great team. And so what's going to happen? Take the veteran coaches, take Mark Few, take Bill Self, take the veteran coaches, because there's not a huge gap in talent. Um, and so I'll lean on coaching. I think UCLA's coach is really good, but I, I didn't see all year long. Uh, I watched Duke a couple of weeks ago and I was like, okay, they they got it. They got it kind of cinched up. It looks pretty tight. Um, but I, I think if you, if you told me Kansas, Duke, that kind of level team won it, I do think all year long, we heard that Gonzaga, it was kind of an off year. I don't know. I watched them win their conference championship. I watched them play. Beat St. Mary's by about 50. And St. Mary's like, good. I watched it. I was like, I don't know. They got a dominant player in Timmy. It's like, um, I, I I think it'll be mostly favorites winning. Uh, I'm trying to think of an, an upset. Uh, Tennessee plays Louisiana. Everybody told me that Louisiana is going to win that game. That, that's what all the CBS experts said. You know, the Big Ten's got to be pretty fired up. UCLA hoops is rolling, and USC's got Lincoln Riley, and they're trending up. I mean, it's, it couldn't have gotten much hey, better timing for that conference. Huh? Hey, listen, if 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 Oregon and Washington go to the Big Ten, now they'll only get half a financial share, which would still beat the Pac-12. But if they go, you could, you know, I feel bad for the conference. I really do. It's done. Yeah, I feel it's in trouble. I, love Pac- I, I think Oregon State's got... One of the best young coaches in the sport. Utah's excellent. Um, I like what Jed Fish is doing at Arizona. It'll just bum me out. It really will. 
volume. Make sure to check out the Draymond Green Show. I brought Draymond Green into the volume because one of the more entertaining voices in sports, unique perspective, understands behind the rope, also chops up with guests like Gary Payton, Zach Levine, Tracy McGrady. Make sure download the Draymond Green Show wherever you get your podcasts, only on the volume podcast network. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms.